Namaste. We're with Gautamji once again for our next podcast. Thank you so much, Gautam, for your time as always. My pleasure, Nick. So, Gautam, continuing from the earlier podcast, uh, I wish to speak with you on character and charisma and what is the difference between the two. So, if we can speak about this uh, from the perspective of Baba devotees, you know, especially in the light of uh, the Mahabhaktas that I referred to in the earlier podcast, like when I was doing the edits of Vinima and Babar Kaka, when they pay tribute to the Mahabhaktas, it was very clear to me they were some people of very deep character. And uh, if you could shed some light on that. You see, Nick... Uh... Firstly, to continue from the previous podcast, with social media, it is the first time the individual has had this platform available for themselves. Earlier, it was very difficult to come on television. You either had to be on a series or in the news for some reason. Now, the individual can put up whatever they feel like, let's say a video on a channel on YouTube. And like we said, they can project and put up photographs or whatever they want to on sites like Facebook, etc. This we didn't have earlier. Hmm. So there's a lot of projection now. Hmm. This has its pluses and minuses. Because you see, people can get taken in by the projected image hmm. and get impressed by it. Now I'm reminded of the time I met a friend of mine who was a therapist, a psychotherapist. And he was wearing a very colorful shirt when we met. And I commented on the shirt and then I asked him, are you coming from work? Because it was around tea time in the evening. He said, no, no, I would not wear this shirt to work because when I'm meeting patients, I don't want any projection. I want them to feel that I am a passive listener listening to them and one should not wear anything which is attention grabbing in that sense. Hmm. Now, what struck me Nick was my own teacher said something very similar. He used to give living room satsangs in his own living room and he would wear kurta pajama. When I met him, he was 83 years old and someone asked him, why do you just wear a white kurta pajama to satsang? And he replied that because people are coming not for me, but for the teaching. So I don't want any projection. Same words, you see, which brings us to this point of charisma and character. You see, because according to me, character rests on two factors, simplicity and humility. Simplicity and humility. So if these two are there, supposing you meet someone or you're listening to someone or anyone and you find these qualities are present, then to my understanding, character is present. Now, someone with character can also be charismatic. But that charisma is not dependent on projection. Hmm. So I could be simple, but the way I speak, 
the things i say my actions make me appear to be charismatic but i am not doing anything deliberate to be charismatic and that's a very important point here you see because it's possible that someone simple and humble is charismatic that charismatic is a pure charismatic if you know what i mean it is not dependent on an outward appearance and uh, of course in baba's time as you were mentioning wouldn't you say yourself that those devotees were the epitome of humility and simplicity you know some of these great devotees like karpade ji bhutti ji they would only look at baba's feet they were so humble and respectful towards baba so i had said a statement in the earlier podcast how they would present themselves in front of baba that also reflects what is inside them yes absolutely and uh, that is again a very important point nick you see because can you imagine if you were if you knew deep down i am presenting myself before god before a representation of god or the source or totality only reverence would arise there'd be no room for anything else the attitude would be one of reverence and putting one's head down it would be natural but you see we tend to lose sight of these very basic things that is why i feel in those days because life was so simple people were so simple you know it was perhaps easier to be like that now this as we talked about lashing of maya <laughs> you know there's so much so much to look uh, look out for which which the people didn't have back then in baba's time of course they had it in their own ways but not to the degree we have and so when you rightly mention let's say this topic being charisma and character it is taking us back to character and i must add here let's take for example a sage a sage someone asked ramana maharshi how do i know if a sage is a genuine sage it was a very simple question and bhagwan maharshi's reply was very simple he said by the degree of respect you feel for him and by the sense of humility you feel emanating from him that was that was it humility nothing else you know not about words not about what the clothes one is wearing how one is done up he gave such a simple barometer you see and he would also say by the degree of peace that you feel emanating from him it's a very important measure nick because you see we can get taken up by charisma without having these yardsticks at the back of our mind one important difference i see between character is someone with character and charisma is charisma will always need you know the satellites around it needs validation from outside 
someone with character even if you leave them on an island it will make no difference because they are established in themselves lexi baba exactly kaka dikshit yes. he told him not to leave his vada for 9 months he didn't let him leave the vada although baba was right there in dwarkama he didn't let him firstly it reflects how ripe kaka dikshit was i mean he was the pinnacle of the pinnacle when it came to the sadaks for 9 months not to leave one space he was eligible and ripe but you know the character over there there is because one other thing i often reflect on gautam is see when we hear of the great devotees not just of babas when you read like the gita and you know you hear of different accounts and tales it was also a very private thing like devotion was not uh, sort of uh, put out there for others to see which would take me to my next topic i would like to bring up is uh, see in the earlier years they they shared leelas so out of compassion for others so people came to know about baba so there was a need for it there was certainly a need for uh, it it arose out of compassion within the devotees for others to know about baba but i also feel sometimes now what is happening is where the experiences it is happening by baba's grace it's not really done by the devotee so you know this blowing uh, what i would say blowing man's own trumpet syndrome so if you can talk a bit about that and i'm only saying it so we can become more self aware it might happen in us as well who knows sure sure no it's an important point let's use a very an example which we are all aware of nick let's say when we are doing charity you know now the mother of pondicherry i remember what she said charity is done best when it is done without any exposure so for example you're donating money and then you want to name the wing of a hospital after yourself she actually gave these examples that where we are looking for name and fame because of our charity is not charity you see because what is happening in this case is we are again wanting to project an image see how charitable i am the ego has walked in through the back door it is doing a good deed no doubt but it wants that attention that is how the ego operates whereas to do charity quietly without that kind of tamasha going on then then it's very uh, honorable and respectful because you're doing it simply because of the joy of giving money to others there is no identification in that act you see now what happens nick is because coming back to technology social media and all we can show others what we are doing so when we are being charitable we can show that to everyone and then we derive a sense of self from that showing so i would again belabor the point that these are the pitfalls of maya today because we have technology we have tools but are they enhancing the ego with its antics and its sense of self and its projection and drama and this outward show or are we using it constructively reaching out to the masses in in our own way impacting people 
but not deriving a sense of self from that one pointer i ask myself is say you're doing some deed what if you were the one receiving it would you like to be photographed you know we should be sensitive i mean they just to reflect on that sometimes that you know fine it's nice that you're doing something but does it need to be recorded and shared like how would you feel if you were receiving yes and you are quite right nobody asks i've seen many videos where good hearted people are doing a charity on the streets and filming themselves doing it you know but this point which you have raised i doubt anyone must have asked the people they are giving charity to are you okay with being filmed ask yourself how you would feel if you were receiving and someone were filming it yes i mean uh, it's a very valid point you raised i actually didn't think about this you know actually uh, i'm sorry to jump topics i met a uh, there is a family i'm very close to in goa and uh, they are devotees of lord dattatreya and the entire very large family and uh, the grandfather through whom uh, a temple was built about 80 years ago so you know one of the younger members of the family said that see this whole thing happened many years ago but this old gentleman has never mentioned this to anyone his mm-hmm. name is not there he never speaks about it and when you see that old gentleman very humble very much like i and you know i felt even these examples being shared they become like reminders and you know because unfortunately otherwise there's a normalization of uh, bad behavior that's how i would put it like you know our society in the bigger picture is rewarding bad behavior like companies like youtube where they even monetize it there was a beautiful story where uh, in short it was some rich guy had he was robbed so you know the village panchayat when they found the person robbing they said fine we will punish him but you are equally responsible because you created that temptation so sure yeah so i feel the system that is going on now it's in yes. a way you're encouraging uh, unconscious behavior and yes. then you wonder why did it happen so i feel at least through podcasts like this if the collective you know begins to even reflect on it maybe it will um, move like it can get people more aware and as a result make better choices yes and uh, i you know to carry on in the spirit of the last podcast the words used were earnestness and sincerity i think these go a very long way you see because uh, in holding the space for devotion and worship to someone like sai baba it is our actions which speak louder than words right and how we act in today's environment physically with people and in terms of projections onto social media various platforms and so on if we carry these principles of earnestness sincerity and you know kind of uh, nick reflecting back on our actions in the day and where did we get sucked into this dream of projection and you know wanting to be something so people can appreciate me and 
all that and where have we maintained our simplicity of being and humility this kind of cross checking i think really helps just at the end of the day take 5 minutes 10 minutes and review your day and how it went whom you met what you spoke about and just ask yourself when was i at peace when i was not at peace was i really saying something i didn't believe in just to impress the other person all these things we can you know look at reflect on and it will go a very long way because see nick the final the absolutely final analysis at the end of everything is peace of mind for myself and for others you see it all comes down to that if i am following my master's teaching to the t then it does follow that i would be at peace and more importantly i would not take away another's peace you see we do a very good job of taking away people's peace we don't realize it we'll say something which hurts them upsets them pass a judgment condemn them we have no right to take away someone else's peace so coming back to wrap this topic up because you mentioned charisma and character you see if the pegs of character are humility and simplicity then it does follow that one would be at peace and equanimity in daily living you know there is that saying that when one is absorbed in the master's teaching and in the contemplation and remembrance of their master they imbibe those qualities so like when we see devotees like i she is very simple in her ways very honest very uh, very much like baba very much like baba so you know uh, that will now show in the and you know in the most difficult times that she has gone through like even in the book sai baba nai we've mentioned certain stories so it goes so deep in uh so you know that is something i look for that uh, you know when you see somebody and you know okay all these experiences is one matter but then you know i always feel this in my heart that you will see uh, that reflection of baba within them and uh, these characters of baba was the pinnacle of humility patience you know so these these things i feel like you become like your master then you know uh, two things nick one is you used a very apt example of i mm. she is someone who couldn't <laughs> care whether you filmed her or not for youtube <laughs> you mm. see people might say that nikhil and gautam are trying to project something <laughs> through this channel of who they are and all you know because when we are in the space we have to be open for criticism and compliments mm. but let's take someone like i which is a beautiful example you used mm. is exactly what i was trying to point at simplicity and humility mm. you used a very good example now you actually touched upon a very beautiful thing as part of your closing statement when you follow your master's teachings you become like the master do you know i read this in some book years ago that they say that 
someone who is immersed in their master's teaching starts even looking like the master and this is beyond gender nick this is beyond gender um you know i could have a male master let's say sai baba and i'm a woman right but that certain quality you see because it's not just the physical we are looking at the physical we have other layers subtle layers because those get imbibed you see there was also an you might laugh at this but it is true there is also something that owners of dogs can start looking like their dogs and vice versa don't take this literally but you do see these qualities you know i'll tell you something very funny i'm not sure i shared this on your channel before when i had my home in goa one uh, couple came over with their dog now you know as a dog's nature it will run into each room sniff around and come back nick you'll be surprised that the boyfriend went into each room <laughs> un unaware unaware you see unaware he was following the dog because you see the person or the being we are around the most imprints us the most we automatically go into that dimension and so this is for anyone with any master be it sai baba ramana maharshi ramkrishna paramhans when we are immersed in their remembrance and their teaching we take on those qualities you know this is a principle even of ayurveda you become what you eat what did swami vivekanand say show me a person's company and what he eats and i'll tell you everything about him Yes. So you know, while we have so much exposure, uh, you know, to things, uh, if we can become more mindful about, like as they say, you know, like they would tell young children in the family, the elders would say, "Be careful of your company," for example. Mm. But today, see with social media, if you say watch videos or are exposed to things without awareness, in one way, that is also your friend. So you know. that is why i realize more and more that baba's emphasis on the parayan and the reading of the scriptures the repeated reading uh, without distraction that because then the mind is absorbed in it and it picks up those qualities so it takes me back to that yes and uh, you know that is one aspect if i also remember that everyone i encounter today especially the people who trigger me are an aspect of baba then again that molds my daily living in a different way so that immersion comes into daily living through scriptures as you said reading reading the satcharit whatever it is and also through my experiences during the day you see that is immersion Also, Gautam, you mentioned an incident. Uh, I would like you to change a few details, but it was a very interesting incident where somebody met you. I will not say where. Someone met you somewhere, and they told you they watched all your videos. And uh, which is your most favorite miracle you've shared? So I was talking of that disconnect, and I think that's also an aspect of what's happening. Like, uh, if you could talk a bit about that incident and. speak about that phenomena in general well nick as you know i have only been speaking about living the teachings 
because for me that is the greatest miracle the miracle is peace of mind equanimity and calm as i believe ramnam harshi said being calm is the greatest siddhi you know now because the ego loves chamatkars and miracles what may have happened is this person may have watched other speakers on the channel and got enamored the ego gets enamored by all the miracles you know people experience with baba even today people have visions of baba and all that but that's not what i speak about but because that is such an overriding uh, emotion and thought in a person's mind you know the he felt that i am also talking about miracles because that was what was appealing not peace of mind in daily living so i had to correct this person i had to say i thank you for complimenting me because he said you are my favorite speaker i said but maybe you you mistaken me for someone else because i am trying to just bring down baba's teachings to daily living so i am not talking about miracles so the person was a, a bit flustered of course maybe realized there's a mistake but you see because it really it also shows where a person is if a person wants to be uh, immersed in miracles there's nothing wrong with that but then that clarity must be there enough that okay this person does not speak about miracles you see because then there has been no absorption of the message of living the teachings which uh, you know i feel that baba's teachings are the most simple pragmatic and uh, living them is what at least my endeavor is on your channel is to share them so they impact daily living in this particular case it seems the message got missed you know and i do hope this person maybe sees these videos at some point and understands and brings implements it into daily living but exactly we have to be careful what what is the content of our consciousness all the time like we mentioned in the last uh, podcast you know we could be seeing 20 different channels on youtube every day and we are absorbing and absorbing and absorbing and then we are digging many shallow wells and not one deep well so coming back to this point immersed immersed in the teachings immersed in whether it is practices whether it is reading whether it is seeing in events in daily life in light of my master's teaching that is what it would really pull us out of this uh, dream uh, this living dream of life kotham i would also wish to speak about responsibility and by that i mean when i look back it is because of the deeds of these great devotees in the past that you know baba's history was recorded and shared then the next generation like narsimha swami ji vinima you know their deeds uh, their their actions all by baba's grace of course but you know that responsibility that you know they have undertaken and you know shared this in the you know in such a beautiful way but i also feel today you know what we do ourselves and collectively it's going to take it for the next generation so you know sometimes when i see like obviously you know there's a lot of stuff out there like you have all these flash cards of baba and this and that but you know uh, to my surprise 
many people don't even know till date about which edition of the Charitra to read. Uh, maybe we should do a podcast on that because that was interestingly the first topic I had discussed with Vinima when I met her. So we have the abridged edition and then the big edition, which is a word to word translation. And that has all of Baba's words and teachings. So in many cases, people have read the smaller book and then the teachings are missed. And that had a great part and role to play in the propagation of Baba's life story. But uh, the teachings are sort of removed from that. Yes. So I felt our responsibility collectively, you know, for the current and next generation. And there I see character playing a very important role. You know, like I would rather be pained today and have pleasure later rather than instant gratification now and forget about the tomorrow. Sure. Because sure. these great people like Narsimha Swamiji, Vinima, and uh, the devotees, you know, who set up the Sanstha, like Kaka Dikshit and the others, I mean, they were people of such high character that, you know, I, I have no words to describe them. But I still. And uh, hard working, hard working, you know, to, to do all that, my God. Absolutely. But, you know, to be inspired by the example. And the word responsibility comes to mind that collectively, what are we doing? You know, it's not so much about this channel and that author and this and that, but collectively, you know, what are we doing? Yes. And because, you know, in this age, we are lost in our own lives, Nick. There's so much distraction, so much coming at us from so many different directions. There's so much fragmentation. Hmm. Our attention is fragmented. You know, it's, I mean, it's a very common sight. You go to a restaurant and everyone's on their mobile phones. You know, so that fragmentation is immense. And the hard work which was put in in those generations, or let's say even as recently as Vinima, becoming even tougher because of fragmentation. So it is, uh, I mean, I can hear your call to go back to that, you know, to put in, put in one's time, response responsibly, through hard work, through dedication and devotion. It is really a call for that. And to wrap this up, it's again, you know, to not get sucked into Maya. And these things are beautiful because uh, it is written in our scriptures also. To keep the company of saints is of tremendous merit. How do we keep the company of saints? It doesn't mean physical company. We immersed in the teaching. Read what you have to read, the scriptures, reflect upon it during the day. That is to keep company with the saints. Then one is really living a life of dedication and devotion. Speaking of Vinima, I would like that we can do a tribute to her maybe in the subsequent podcast. And ah, earlier it was a bit difficult to speak about it, but I feel now would be a good time. So maybe in the subsequent podcast, we can talk about Vinima, her commitment. I would say unparalleled after Narsimha Swami, I see her. So in that sense, like she's carried that light forward. And then I feel what responsibility do all of us have? Beautiful. We'll certainly do that. Wonderful. All by Baba's grace. Thank you so much, Gautam, as always, for your time. Pleasure, Nick. It's, it's 
It's always a pleasure being on your channel. All by Baba. Pleasure is mine. <laughs> Wonderful. Thank you. Thank you. Om Sai Ram. Om Sai.